Hey, M family, welcome back to the podcast. Glad you're tuning in with us today. This is a recording that is set for March the 11th, 2022. And today is a very memorable day for the Barber family, as in uh, this is mine and Daryl's 45th wedding anniversary. Yes, 45 years. Um, It's been a journey. It's been a wonderful ride, had its ups and its downs, but it has been a joy to know that I am married to a a man who is, which I call on Facebook all the time, my forever boyfriend, and I mean that with all of my heart because we we work hard at uh, enjoying our time together, but also making it a wonderful covenant relationship. And that's really the word that I have chosen because I knew this day was coming up and it would fall on a day when you would be hearing this podcast. The word covenant in the Bible is used in the King James Version 292 times. That's a lot of times for one word to have uh, so much um, attention drawn to it. But the more that you have a relationship with the Lord, the more you realize He is a God of covenant. Um, He has always, His heart has always been is that of covenant to bring us to a place. Not only do we experience covenant with each other, but that we experience covenant first and foremost with Him. If you look through the scripture, the first mention of the word is actually when he's talking to Noah and he's telling him that he wants to build an ark and he's going to send a flood. And all of this is, I'm sure I can't even imagine what Noah's thoughts were at the time, but he's using that. He's using his covenant promise with Noah that he's going to bring him through all of that. But Noah's part was, was to do what the Lord had asked him to do. Now, the word covenant in itself means uh, an arrangement of some sort in which someone wishes that arrangement to be valid. It means that there's been a, a disposition, a testament, a compact, if you would. In the Webster's Dictionary, it says it's usually formal and solemn, a binding agreement, a written agreement, or a promise that is under a seal of those involved. Now, covenant in itself, most of the time we find out through the Word, uh, is that God was always on His end of it, keeping covenant, no matter whether the people did or not. He was not going to let their actions detour him from being who he was. But a lot of times with our relationships, we seem to lose sight of those type of things. I know recently I was at the Dream Center ministering, and I brought up the fact that 2022 is a big year for us in the Barber family. Of course, today being mine and Daryl's 45th wedding anniversary, But we will also celebrate this year 40 years of ministry and also 30 years. Good News Worship Center will be 30 years old. So in saying that, I mentioned that to the ladies there at the Dream Center when I was ministering. 
And a lot of times there's ladies there who have been there for a while and some that have just, it's usually a lot of turnover. And so when I made that comment that this would, Daryl and I were about to experience 45 years of marriage, one of the ladies looked up and all of a sudden she just began to cry. And she said, what did you say? And I told her again and she said, I didn't even know people still did that. And I said, kind of laughing, well, what do you mean, getting married? She said, no, I didn't know it was even possible for people to be married that long these days. And I began to tell her that it was because of covenant that we were still married because we want to honor that. We want to... We want to make sure that we do all things. I tell people all the time, if you go into a covenant, whether it's a marriage or anything else, and you're not willing to give 100%, you've already devalued what that covenant would be. Because that is, especially with a marriage, it's not 50-50. It's 100 and 100. It's you giving 100% and they give 100%. And it's not going to be, it's not going to look exactly the same on each side. But what happens is, is that your heart is in it. Because see, covenant comes from the heart, not the head. It doesn't always make sense. It doesn't always seem like it's um, the right thing at the right time. But it still comes from your heart. It's that promise that you've made. Through the good, the bad, the hard all those different areas, you still hold to the covenant. In looking in the scripture, I found a couple of examples that sometimes maybe we don't think about as covenant. What about Naomi and Ruth? Ruth said to her, I'm going to go with you. I'm going to leave all things behind because I built this relationship and I know this is real. David and Jonathan the most unlikely of friends because David was going to take Jonathan's place on the throne. But yet Jonathan had a covenant relationship with his friend and knew that God's purpose was greater than his purpose. Paul and Timothy are a great example where he was a spiritual father to Timothy, but they had a covenant relationship that made them stay together even when times were hard. Well, maybe not in Scripture, but there's another one I thought of, Daryl and Donna. <laughs> Here we are, 45 years later, through the thick and the thin, the joy, the sorrow, the sickness, the health, all of it, because of covenant. And then, of course, my favorite covenant relationship, the one with Jesus and with us. And I guess that's probably the hardest one for a lot of people because they all want to know what can Jesus do for me and they never want to put their part into the covenant. But you know, the scripture says, I am my beloved's and my beloved is mine. Covenant will take you to a greater place than you can ever imagine. And I read a quote See if I can get that to pull up here. And I love this quote. It says, Keeping covenants protects us, prepares us, and empowers us. 
That's a quote by Rosemary Wixom. And I love that quote. Protects us, prepares us, and empowers us. So today I pray that you are empowered by the word of covenant. Let it come from your heart and not from your head. Be blessed, everybody, and have a great day.